All right. All right. Uh, final thing I'm going to say. I know I said I was done with politics. Final thing I'm going to say is I do find it interesting, people who want to go after me for things I said. Again, we probably agree 90, on 99% of things uh, politically, but you don't like the way I said something or pointed out at a certain politician. Josh, can you turn Alan down? Um, uh, certain politician. However, you're, again, I believe people just won't go after people who are on their side, right? Because, oh, they have an R next to their name or they have a D next to their name. I'm, I can't criticize this person. Again, I think that's part of the problem. You know, you can call people out in your party if they're doing the wrong thing. And unfortunately, you have leaders in both parties who are afraid to call out people in their party when they're not doing the right thing. Those people cause distractions. Those people hurt you at election time. So you want to point, you want to, you want to get upset at everyone else. You want to point at everything else. You want to believe anything that might excuse why your side lost. You want to get mad at me. How about get mad with people within the party? And when it comes to the temperature, the, the, the temperature of, politi of political discussions, the, just the hatred, and it's outside of social media, it really ticks me off. We should be able to have more rational discussions. We should be more rational. We are rational people. I've talked to a lot of people in this audience, and everyone I've talked to outside of, uh, of the radio, you guys are all very rational people. We've had some amazing conversations. I just, I would call on that in people in D.C. I would call for that people in Erie County, people in Albany. You know, um, Jeremy Zellner, he's the head of the Democrat Party. I will say this. Jeremy's always been very friendly with me. We, we've been very kind. Anytime I need him on a show, he will join me. Um, however, there are members of his party. There are people that I believe blog on behalf of the Democrat Party. Um, again, they're, I believe, just as responsible for the turning the temperature up as Donald Trump is, as people in the Republican Party. And you look at D.C., again, I would argue that most of the politicians in D.C., when the camera's not on, they're not acting like that. That's all I'm going to say. So I would call on leaders of both parties. I would call on both parties. You're part of the problem. The Republicans and Democrats are part of the problem. Let's work on turning the temperature down when it comes to politics. I want to be able to do a political show and make it just about policy disagreements. I want to do a political show and not make it about just hating one other side. Because I don't have time for hate. All right? It's Valentine's weekend. I don't have time for hate. I have time for love. So we can love one another. We can think that your ideas are awful. We can think that your ideas really stink. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans. At the end of the day, we all want success. So uh, I would just call on everyone to turn the temperature down. Really, let's do it. And, you know, as a Republican, I'm, I'm telling you this right now, I, I think there's a lot of distractions within the party. And you want to point to reasons why Republicans can't win a major election over the last few years. I, I, I think, again, I, I think there's some stuff within the party that needs to be addressed. And I would also say that about the Democrats. There's stuff in their party that needs to be addressed. And um, I think it's a shame that we can't just have adults talk like adults. And with that, we end our political conversation because I don't really like talking politics. Uh, 803-0930-930 is the number. And my name's Joe Beamer filling in for Tom Bowerly. Uh, I do appreciate the calls. And like I said, we don't have to agree. I, I don't appreciate some of the names I'm getting called. No. <laughs> but, 
We can disagree. That's fine. That's America. That's the beauty of this country. That's why this country was founded. We can have our disagreements. Okay? You can, you can disagree with every word that comes out of my mouth. And, I, and the fact that you do and that you call in and, and voice that disagreement, it's beautiful. But let's just keep it as a rational conversation. Again, there's no reason for the temperature to be turned up so high in the political landscape of the United States of America. There's no way. Let's act like mature adults. Okay? Let's not act like some of the, uh, the bloggers on social media. All right. So, something I wanted to get to. Speaking of acting like an adult, uh, <laughs> it is... Uh, it is the big game this weekend. I don't know why I went to this one. Let's, let's, let's save the big game for 5 o'clock. I'm going to go to something else, all right? Um, getting out of the house. Something I wanted to, uh, I wanted to step on. Uh, step on. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm tripping all over myself this afternoon. Um, getting out of the house, all right? Did you know that's actually quite healthy for you? And that staying home... Uh, can be overly stressful and um, really takes away part of a healthy day. Joe, what the hell are you talking about? Here's what I'm talking about. Getting out of the house is good for you. That's That we know. Uh, according to a study, working from home causes more stress than getting in your car and going to work. And it's also been proven, and do we need a study to, to tell this? People that have time management issues really struggle when it comes to working from home. Now, according to another study, I, I looked at a few studies going into this. Uh, according to uh, one study, it's actually very healthy to get in your car, sit in traffic, and go to work. Again, healthy to get out of the house. So I want to hear from you at 803-0930 because that's what a study says. But I want to hear from people who actually get out of their house and go to work every day or work from home or stay home. Maybe those that are retired. Do you make it a point to get out of your house daily as part of a healthy routine? And when it comes to that commute to and from work, do you find yourself missing it maybe during the pandemic? Did you find yourself missing it maybe on vacation? Or are you looking at the study and saying, Joe, this study is completely wrong. There's nothing worse than my commute into work. And it's different for everyone, right? Like my commute to work usually is early in the morning. And, you know, when it's still dark outside because I leave my apartment around 4.15. Uh, and it's a very short commute. Now, I'm sure that my answer to this question with, yeah, you know, it kind of gives me that extra few minutes to wake up is very different from my wife who almost drives an hour into work every day. I'm sure she would say, I would like a shorter commute, <laughs> right? I, I'm sure she probably doesn't have as much, as much positives uh, to talk about her commute as I do. You know, she's got to make sure she leaves super early. You know, uh, she can't get stuck in traffic. That might add some stress if she sees, if she hears Alan talk about an accident on the 219. So all these things play into it. But your commute, your daily routine, and for those of you who either don't work, who work from home, or who are retired, what do you do to make sure you get out of the house, you move around? 
And I want to hear from people who still work from home, who don't have that commute. Do you find yourself missing it? Do you find yourself more stressed working from home? Because several studies dated in 2022, so we're not talking about stuff during the pandemic. I'm talking about last summer. This study from June 2022 says that people are more stressed when working from home. They feel the need to prove that they're actually doing some work. Also, those that struggle with time management have been shown to fall way behind, much further than they would if they were in the office. But maybe there's positives from wor- uh, of working at home. Those of you out there, have you gone to permanently working from home? Are you working a hybrid system? Or would you say that it is more stressful going into the office? Those of you who are back in the office, those of you who are commuting every day, do you notice the healthy benefit? Or would you say that's not the case when it comes to your daily routine? 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. I also want to know for those of you who don't work, like I said, how do you make sure you get out of the house? What is your routine like? Do you find it important to have a routine? I'll tell you this. I know I work in radio, so it's completely different uh, from a lot of people. But I've hosted from home a few times. Uh, hosted from home the day after Christmas because I had been stuck in the studio for three days. Let me tell you, I like being here. Number one, I get paid to work. So I feel like it's better because someone on the text board says less nonsense chatter, which I, I can see where that if, you know, if, if you have a real job, I can understand where that is annoying. Like, hey, I got to get my office. I gotta get this work done. But for me, I like the nonsense chatter because that gives me topics. I do a lot of nonsense on the air and, and I do find myself more stressed working from home when I don't have everything in front of me. Than I do in the office. What about you? 803-0930, star 930. Yeah, Christopher uh, Palmer, MD, Dr. Christopher Palmer, says that the biggest stress for professionals working from home is change in routine and structure. Now, obviously, that's going to be early on, but this was from 2022. Whenever people's routines change significantly or expectations change, it stresses people. That's the way our bodies work. Um, Now, Ellen in Hamburg works from home. Ellen, uh, tell me about the changes that you had to adapt to working from home. And do you do you notice any stress uh, at home? I don't. I don't notice any stress at home except my computer's in the basement. So that part that is nice because I don't like I have one little window for the sunshine. But the two days I get to work from home each week, I get to sleep an extra hour. So that alone's worth it, and I get to be home with my cat. Now, now, have you always been working from home, or was this a pandemic thing? It was a pandemic thing. Did, the, early on, would you compare now to early on? Was there any stress to adapting to that? Uh, maybe a little bit, because they do want to see a certain amount of work, but I generally can get that done. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's my thing, you know. I, I would think if I had a job where I needed, like, to show paperwork or to show that I had worked, I'd have a lot of stress to, because I'd want to make sure – I want to make sure they know I'm working. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, and there is a level of accountability. So, for sure, if you're not doing it, I don't think they would allow us to work from home. But, yeah, even after the pandemic, um, our agreement with our management is two days a week you can work from home. Wow. For most people. Wow. Yeah. Now, when when you're working from home, do you have a routine to get out of the house, move around, kind of imitate that commute? 
I do. I go to Starbucks every day. Oh, there it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that keeps me happy. Well, hey, Ellen, we're, we're happy to hear that you're uh, not more stressed working from home. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ellen in Hamburg. All right. Working from home. Likes it. And it's funny she mentions uh, she mentions Starbucks because when uh, Channel 7 was doing, I believe, weather from home, I remember talking to Aaron Minskowski in the morning, and he would go to Tim Hortons, get an iced coffee, and he would have that in his, uh, in his house while he was doing the weather update. So, you know, kind of just moving around, again, imitating that com- uh, commute. And the study that I'm getting from, uh, I wish I knew what the, where this was from. Like I said, it's from Dr. Christopher Palmer. Talks about just, you know, the routine of a day and being in the car, moving around, seeing people, which is actually important. Seeing people, talking to people, as much as you don't like you know, talking to some people, like I don't like talking to Josh, right? But it is important to have some kind of interaction with one another and to talk with people. Um, but what about you? 803-0930, star 930, do you find yourself having more stress? And we can turn this into, how about stress in the workplace? What do you do to lessen your stress in the workplace? Maybe it is Oh my gosh, I'm going to walk. It's like, um, you know, you go to work and there's just that one person. You know they're going to talk your ear off. They're going to slow you down. Maybe you're like, um, it's like an office space and you want to get out of work early because you don't want Lumberg to come ask you to work over the weekend. So, you, But you don't want to also talk to Milton because he's going to slow you down. So you try to do a, you know, a maze around the office to avoid people. That could cause some stress. Oh my gosh, I hope I don't see so-and-so. How do you avoid stress in the workplace? How do you get through the week with minimal stress? What are your tips? 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. My name's Joe Beamer. I'm not feeling, I was pretty stressed during the political discussion. I'm not feeling any stress now. I'd like to hear your, t- uh, your pointers when we come back on WBEN. hear this song and not instantly be put in a better mood. I mean, I'm in a great mood. I could listen to that whole song. I, I'm telling you, Gloria Estefan needs to announce a, uh, a tour. I would love to go see Gloria Estefan. I'm, I'm, I'm putting that out there right now. Announce a tour. I'm, go- I'm going. I, I hope my wife is listening. If Gloria Estefan comes to town, I'm going 
No ifs, ands, or buts. Whatever we have planned, I'll cancel. I mean, I guess if she came to town and it was the day my son was being born, I, I would probably have to miss it. But beside that, beside that, I'll tell you, we're, what, three months away from baby Beamer's arrival? And um, I don't know what to, like, expect. You know, I, I do feel like a lot of people don't think I'm a serious person. Josh, we were talking about this uh, during the break. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I think a lot of people don't take me seriously because I, I do have that, you know, jokester attitude and I'm, I'm always very positive. But, you know, I can be a, a serious person, right? But I think a lot of people are probably, oh my gosh, how is Joe going to be a, a father? The, the guy is is a, a, a kid himself, to quote the Kenny Chesney song. Um, like a lot of people, I, I, I think, look at me and say, Joe, you know, Joe can't be left alone with his own kid. I fear that's how people uh, people feel. Uh, and maybe that's just my lack of self-confidence, self-esteem, to quote Offspring. Um, but I do. I think, I think a lot of people probably say, oh, my gosh, this, this is not a serious person. And they look at me. Like, when people say you're not a serious person, they're, they're thinking of uh, Joe Beamer. I hope not. But I'll tell you, I'm excited. You know, three months, arrival of baby Beamer. Uh, very excited for it. Don't know what to expect, right? Like, you know, is, is it true? I saw someone put on Facebook, you're going to be up all night. You're not going to shower for a week. I can't imagine getting to that place. Like, I can't imagine myself not wanting to at least take a shower a day. Uh, but, you know, I, I do realize it's going to be time, uh, a lot of, very time consuming. <laughs> it's going to, I'm going to lose a, uh, a lot of sleep. Probably. I'm very excited. You know, Brian was in here on Friday, right? Was it? No. Brian was in here on Wednesday. Brian was here one day this week. I don't remember what day. And um, you know, he was talking about he really kind of forgot the first few weeks of his first son's, you know, life because everything kind of just blended together. I I'm kind of glad he's getting this experience again and he can report back to me. Now that he can remember, you know, what to what to expect the first few weeks um, that the baby is in your life. And, you know, we, I, I have to give my wife the credit. We did a she did a good job of cleaning out the clearing out the baby's room. We got to sell a few things. Hopefully people are in the market for a futon. Um, and then I have a dresser in a crib to put together. So we've got that uh, on the horizon over the next few months. Like I said, I'm, I'm very excited. Don't know what to expect. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be all positives, um, you know, because it, it's the first few uh, it, it's the first few months of your child's life. And um, I, I mentioned Jim Norton uh, a few uh, segments ago. Jim Norton's going to be in Cleveland like a month before baby Beamer is born. And I asked my wife, could I go see Jim Norton in Cleveland so I can have like one last time before our baby's here? And she said, you know, we're not going to stop doing things. And I was like, oh, I'm very happy she said that. Now, okay, that, that was very positive. I, <laughs> I'm glad she said that. <laughs> um, but it, it, I'm very excited. I don't want to take away from it. I'm very excited. But, you know, like I'm, the Virginia Tech schedule came out, right, uh, for, next, for next season. And obviously now when looking at that schedule, everything is, okay, um, you know, is everything arranged? Is 
my wife okay to be alone with the baby that weekend? I have to run all these dates, which it's fine. It's all, it's all worth it. I'm not saying it's not worth it. It's all worth it. But um, again, very, uh, very interesting how things, you know, things are going to change. Things are changing. Um, and I'll have a different perspective, I'm sure, on, uh, you know, there's a lot of topics that um, are out there on parenthood and being a parent. And I've always felt like it's not the thing I can comment on. I can't really do a topic around being a parent. But, you know, after a few months or maybe a year or so, I'll feel a little more comfortable. Because I feel now if I do a topic on being a parent, it's kind of like government officials telling you what's best for your kid during COVID. Um, In some, you know, government officials who might not have children. And I just don't feel... If you don't know that perspective, maybe you leave that to someone else who has that perspective. Um, so now it'll open me up to maybe a few more topics I'll be able to do. Um, but I, I'm excited. And like I said, it's, it's really um, interesting how I'm already, we're already planning things around our child being here, you know, because it really is that close. Uh, 8030930, star 930. I uh, just wanted to share that with everyone. But I, I do love the Gloria Estefan song. Get on your feet. I don't know how you listen to that song. You might not like the song, but it's just got that, you know, very kind of positive mood. And maybe it's music to kind of tie back into our last topic. Maybe it's music that kind of helps you get through a stressful day at work. But what is it for you? How do you get yourself through work? Do you find um, a way to avoid stress? Or, you know, is there... Is there, and this is going to sound very, uh, this is not going to sound the way I want it to sound, but is there a price point on stress? Like, maybe you have a job where you feel you make enough money where the stress is worth it. Is there that price point for you? Yes, I'm stressed five days a week, but you know what? I've got more money than I know what to do with. I've put a good life for my children, and it's worth the stress. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's you. 803-0930, 803-0930, star 930, that's the number to get on uh, here with me. This all started, if you're just joining us, all started from this story about stress caused by working from home. And again, this is an article that was written in 2022. So this doesn't all revolve around the pandemic with more people working home. Still, you know, we, we've done numerous shows on on businesses downsizing, selling off office space. I mean, you can look right here at the uh, at the studio. We have a sales department that they work home sometimes, they work in the office other times. Uh, and, and that does seem to be the case around um, the country since the pandemic. And Dr. Christopher Palmer says, you know, working from home can actually cause more stress. And what have you done to avoid that stress, to minimize that stress. And what about those of you that are in the office? You know, I would say that most are back in the office. Most are working the way they were working in 2019. How do you avoid that stress? How do you make work as least stressful as possible? Now, I'm very fortunate. I don't have a job where I'm under a lot of stress. I have a job where I love what I do. And, you know, I have the freedom to talk about what I want to talk about within FCC guidelines, obviously. Um, And it's very nice. It's very um, unstressful, I guess, if that's even a word. Uh, But before this, and I know people hate when I do this, 
Uh, I hate when I refer to a, my other job. But when I worked in retail, let me tell you, I was stressed all day, every day. And I knew that's not what I could do with the rest of my life because it just wasn't, uh, I could not avoid the stress. You know, when you are in that situation, again, for me, I love people, right? I, I, I would consider myself a people person. I love people. I love talking with people. Uh, I always say this. You have no idea how much it means when someone recognizes my voice and wants to have a conversation with me. I love it. I, I, I can't get enough of it, okay? But there is something about when you're having a stressful day and you are, you are walking through a store of customers. You know what I mean? And it just, it just adds to the stress, especially if you might be out of a, of, of, of a product and you have to explain to the customer that it's not here right now or, hey, maybe you can go to one of our other stores because you know that reaction they're going to get. right? I don't like to make people upset. I like to be able to, to deliver good news. And for me, like one of the most stressful things to do was to tell a customer, we don't have this in stock, right? Or, oh, that's all we have. You, you can't get two more. That was very stressful for me. I can imagine people who are in, you know, uh, types of work. I, I am screwing up with my words today. Who are in fields, sorry, fields that have to do with how timely your response is, Right? I would assume that being a police officer is a very stressful job. Being a paramedic is a stressful job. Being a doctor, especially an ER doctor, a nurse, these are stressful jobs because timing is everything. How do you get around that stress? How have you dealt with stress? We all have stress. How do you deal with that stress? 803-0930, star 930. For me, it was music. And let me tell you this. I would have, when I was uh, working the receiving department at Bed Bath & Beyond, I was also doing stuff with customers. I was all over that store. But when I would go back to the receiving department, I would have music on, right? Um, and it would really just kind of calm me down. Or I'd turn on, uh, back in the day, I'd turn on Sandy and then Tom uh, because I worked 7 to 5. And, you know, hearing them, hearing them talk about, you kind of get lost in the show. You get lost in the conversation. That usually would bring my stress down. And then one day the company said, no more outside radios in the store. So I had to get rid of my, my, my 2003 boombox that was sitting on the shelf playing the radio stations. So I went from having that escape, right, that, that escape from my stress to now my only, I couldn't have my phone, right? You couldn't have your phone on the floor. You can't be talking to a customer on your phone, and I understand that. I couldn't have it in the back. So now I went from having my, my escape, which was radio, to nothing except for the stuff they play overhead, right? So I'd hear that, um, oh, what was that song that was really big in the early 2010s? I can't think of it right now. You know, that and every pink song on a loop, that was, that was it. I couldn't have my, my stuff on. I couldn't have my radio station on. And let me tell you, you really realize when you find a good escape from stress and then that is taken away from you, you really realize how much extra stress there is when that outlet isn't there. And I noticed it right away. And let me tell you, they took that radio away from me. Six months later, Tim Wanger asked if I wanted, to, uh, I wanted the morning producer job at WBEN. And I would have said yes regardless, but it, 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 it couldn't have come at a better time 
because I had gotten to really, I, I don't want to say my breaking point, but I got to the point where I was really looking to go anywhere because everything, it was just so stressful. And again, I love the people I worked with. I thought the company was great. Uh, I, know, I know they're not doing too well right now. I thought the company was great. And I have so much respect for people who can work retail. I just couldn't do it. The stress got to me. Um, and, and maybe that's a, a sign of my lack of maturity. 803 star 930. Yeah, so that was my experience with stress uh, in the workplace. And, you know, I, I know that there are certain parts of this job that can be stressful, right? Um, and early on when I was here, election nights on the board, you have 18 people out. You've got to know where everyone's fader is. At first, that was stress, but then I just get lost in the coverage. You know what I mean? You, you just get lost in what's going on, and you kind of start following everything, and the, the stress kind of goes away. Uh, but for some people, that's not easy to do. Some people have to change where they're working. Some people have to change how they're working. Uh, um, 803-0930, star 930. I'd like to know if you have that. If you're like Ellen, you work at home, and you don't notice the extra stress, I'd like to hear from, that, uh, from you as well. And what do you do to imitate that commute? Because we're also being told that uh, daily, uh, daily commutes through traffic to and from work is actually good for your health. We heard that from a study as well. Do you find that? Did you find when you, you don't go to work for a long period of time that you're missing out? You're, that something's just not right? Something's kind of broken up your routine? Or for those of you, like I said, who don't work right now or are retired do you do something? Do you make sure you get out of the house? Because guess what? Getting out of the house regularly is good for you. It's healthy. So 803-0930, star 930, that's the number. I do want to comment on this, and you knew I was going to. Um, speaking of my old employer, Bed Bath & Beyond, really hate to hear uh, what, what's going on as they've uh, announced closing 150 more stores, including my – so I used to work at the Amherst one here. When I screened calls for Bowerly, back when Bowerly was on in the morning, I would screen calls for him till noon and then go down the street and work one to five at Bed Bath & Beyond and actually come back here and produce a show on 1527 to 10. Um, I really liked that story. And, and then uh, they moved me to overnight uh, stock and I was the leader of the overnight stock position. And, you know, overnights are, let me tell you, overnights suck. Okay. For those of you that can work overnights, uh, you, uh, you, again, so much respect because overnights for me sucked. I was always tired. I would come here and just be half asleep screening calls for Tom. And um, so I, I, nothing but good things for that company. And then I left here and they transferred me to the Cheetawaga store uh, to do the receiving lead. So the Cheetawaga store closed a few years ago. Now they're closing the one on the boulevard. So both stores I worked at have closed and all but two stores that I helped out with inventory have or will close. So hate to hear that because, like I said, it, it, it was a, a great company to work for. Um, I, I didn't really like retail. It wasn't really the job for me, but I think I stayed there for the amount of time I did because of the great people that I worked with. And uh, I just hate to hear of uh, all the stores closing and you know all the people who are going to be out of a job and, and, and looking for a job. So I uh, just, just wanted to mention and give my two cents on that, I have no complaints about the company itself. Like I said, the job, it wouldn't matter who the company was. That, I just, it wasn't for me. Um, but it was a great company. And I worked for a lot of great people. 
And it was also, Josh, my fallback plan. If this radio thing didn't work out, I was hoping I could go back to Bed Bath & Beyond. Now the, now the store that I would have gone back to is closing. So um, I really hope this radio thing works out. I'm really, really concerned about that. Because if this doesn't work out, I don't know where my fallback is now. Maybe, I'll, maybe we'll have to delete that 2 o'clock hour where I said I would never run for office or be part of a campaign. Because I might need that as a fallback. 803-0930, start 9.30. <laughs> it's Beamer in for Bowerly. Hey, when we come back, we're talking about the big game. And we're d- talking everything about the big game. Betting. What you're going to be eating during the big game. Pizzas during the big game. Working at a pizzeria during the, bi- get the big game. I have my experience stories, but I want to hear from you, the listeners. One hour to go. It's Friday Mark Morrison, get ready. Return of the Mac after this on WBEN.